happy monday friends welcome back to another episode of balance your life podcast my name is megan farrell i'm the creator of balance by megan host of this show and an international and online yoga meditation teacher so how is everyone this week i just wanted to start off with a little bit of housekeeping if you will little housekeeping items and i wanted to address that there was no podcast episode last week um if you have been you know following me online or you know you maybe you're a close friend of mine um you'll know that i lost an aunt last week and it's been it's been really challenging times i mean it's always challenging when you lose a family mem- member no doubt about that but especially with COVID-19, which we are still in the midst of. We haven't been able to see her because of her condition and because of the virus and not wanting to transfer it to her. So I haven't actually been able to see her since March. And then she passed and it was, it wasn't unexpected, but it's, it's taken me this week to kind of wrap my head around things to kind of just not work and honestly even going through all of that like I felt so bad about a podcast episode not going out I was beating myself up over it but I just I didn't have the energy I needed to just digest what had happened so I just wanted to address why there was no podcast episode last Monday if you heard the previous podcast episode with Shannon Crow. Let me know what you think. Uh, She was so valuable. She brought so much knowledge. Uh, The second housekeeping item for today is the audio of this podcast. Um, I didn't want to leave you guys two weeks in a row with no podcast episode. And it just so happens that this week I had my aunt who passed away. My car needed to go into the shop and my computer isn't working which had all my software equipment, my editing equipment um, on it. So it's been a trying week. Uh, you know, I there was a moment where yesterday I wanted to absolutely just have a meltdown and freak out. And at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Like, it, it, it is what it is. Like I said, I didn't want to give you guys... I didn't want to skip out. Sorry. I didn't want to skip out... I'm not giving you guys another podcast episode, so I'm here. Please don't, please don't judge the audio for this podcast interview. I'm going to do my best to clean it up, but it is what it is, and I just wanted to make sure that I was able to be here for you guys. I hope everybody else's week has been better than mine, (laughs) or you've been, you know, busy, you've been productive, you've also been enjoying this beautiful weather we've been having, and I would love to know what you guys got up to this week. Maybe send me a little DM, let me know, so I can, I can bask in what you guys have been up to while I've been MIA. This, this week's podcast episode is one that is all about meditation. I get questions all the time about how to start a practice for meditation. You know, when is the best time to meditate? How do I do it? I don't even know where to start type of questions. And people come to me all the time with meditation questions. So I thought I would give you guys a podcast episode on 
five things to consider when you start a meditation practice. Before we dive into today's podcast episode, a quick announcement about my Yoga On Demand online membership. So if you guys even listening to this podcast episode, you're super ready to start your meditation practice. I have quite a few meditations up on that membership site. I have meditations for peace and contentment, meditations for grounding, manifestation meditations, meditations for stress relief, and others on there, as well as yoga flows. So you get some power yoga, you get some gentle yoga, you get a little bit of mixture of everything in between. There's five-minute classes on there, up to 40-minute classes. So if you're a busy person on the go and you want to do yoga and meditation on your time online and in the comfort of your home, make sure that you check out my Yoga On Demand online membership. I will make sure that that is linked in the show notes. It's 10 USD dollars a month. So I can't convert it over to Canadian. I'm working on getting that... For my fellow Canadians, you know, as a Canadian myself, I think it's important to (laughs) support our economy as well, but I made it super affordable for you. You can practice, you know, daily if you want to, you can do, you can come back to and do any of these meditations and yoga, so you have unlimited access to everything that's on the membership, and then you'll get weekly new videos. So like last week though, there was no video, so you'll get double coming up and I just I really do appreciate everyone's support everyone's understanding for why there was no podcast episode and membership last week so thank you thank you thank you now let's talk about today's podcast episode five things to consider when you start a meditation practice so I want to address number one right off the bat that there is no wrong or right way to meditate I I see this question pop up in a few of the groups that I'm a part of on Facebook. You know, some people are like, you know, I thought I was doing meditation right, but seeing what other people are doing, I don't think I'm doing it right. And let me just start by saying that there is no wrong or right way to do, meditate. There are so many different styles. So if you're talking to somebody who maybe does more like Vipassana, which is like the silent meditation or breathing meditation, they might think you're not doing a meditation right if you're listening to guided meditations or manifestation. But there are so many different styles. I myself am rehearsed. I like I teach seven different styles. So there's so many different styles. There is a style out there for you. So just know this and know that you can't go wrong. The definition of meditation, just remember, meditation is the act of single-pointed concentration. So you are focusing on one thing. You are not trying to shut the mind down. That is not what we are doing. We are focusing on one thing, whether it's the breath or a visualization of a guided meditation or a mantra or affirmation. You are trying to focus on one thing and that is what you were meditating upon. So also remember people that this is a practice. Uh, very rarely have I ever come across somebody who's like, hey, I started meditation and every single day for the last you know, year and a half, I've 
haven't struggled with it. I've always meditated, you know, quote unquote correctly. Like, that's not the case for most people. I've even heard, you know, monks say, like, it happens. Like, sometimes you get caught up in going through your to-do list or, you know, thinking of what outfit you should be wearing. So the idea, and it does get easier over time, is single point of concentration. And that is what we are working on. It does get easier over time, but even as a meditator myself, I've been doing it for multiple years now, and there are days that I'm, the timer goes off, and I'm like, oh, crap, <laughs> I didn't really meditate today. I kind of got distracted by the visualization, or I was thinking of, you know, what I was supposed to be doing that day. So just know there's no right or wrong way, and just begin. Number two, choose a time of day. So this is dependent on what type of person you are. I always say if you're a morning person, you know, maybe you want to set the tone of the day for your morning. Maybe you find you're really anxious in the morning. So this is a way for you to manage stress and anxiety. Then pick the morning. And if you're an evening person, maybe you want to you know, help yourself fall asleep easier. Maybe you're someone who kind of needs to like let go of the day and just do a little bit of meditation at night. Then you would choose the evening. And I always say, make this first thing in the morning and the last thing in the evening. Some people will say, you know, well, I want to do it at lunchtime. And that's fine. Like you can do it whenever you want. But just realize that a lot of the time things will come up we'll forget about a meeting we had or a phone call we were supposed to make or we'll just forget and then and then you're kind of beating yourself up over it because before you know it it's dinner time and you were supposed to meditate at lunchtime but things got in the way so if you kind of make it the first thing in the morning then there's no negotiating it's the first thing you do in the morning and if you do it at night in the evening then it's the last thing that you do before you go to bed So try to stick with it consistently for a few weeks to a month. So if you are committing to the morning, try it for the morning for a little bit. But then remember, you can always change it if you need to. Starting a new habit takes some getting used to, so don't give up. So try to stay consistent. You know, if you've heard me talk, I I tried meditating in the evening and I found that I was actually... I. I would just be too tired to do it or I would fall asleep before I actually got through anything. So then I switched to the morning, but I did try the evening for a little bit before I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to try the morning and see how that goes. But don't flip-flop between the two. Pick one, stick with it, and then if you really decide you need to switch it up, then go ahead and switch it up. Number three is to decide on your meditative position and how long you'll do it. So I suggest starting with five minutes to begin with. There is absolutely no need to pick an hour cross-legged in a dark room. Um, I think that's a misconception that a lot of people have is that they have to do it for an hour. And it has to be you know, cross-legged in these awkward poses for some people. And that is simply not the case. Start with five minutes. Work your way up. So maybe you start with five minutes. And then you try eight minutes and then you try 10 minutes, but start with five. And for deciding on a meditative position, you could choose to sit on a pillow, you could sit in a chair, or you could lie down. 
So again, with consistently, you know, try one of those positions first, try to make it a habit. And then if you really decide, okay, that's not working for me, switch it up. So we're trying not to fidget or move while we're sitting in a meditative position. However, <laughs> it's fun. I, I come across this a lot. A lot of people when they're like, okay, I'm doing this, I'm committing to meditation, they'll find like, they'll sit down and their leg falls asleep or their shoulder starts to ache or, you know, something will come up and they're like, oh, like I, like I feel like I can't sit still. When I first started meditation for the first solid month, I guess, like maybe not quite a month, maybe it was like the first three weeks, but I, my right leg would religiously fall asleep the moment I sat sat down and it, you know, I was like, oh, like this is so, and this is so frustrating and that would be all I would focus on. And then I just said a couple of times, you know, too bad. I know you're falling asleep, like, but we're doing this. I like, I would say it in my mind. I wouldn't say it out loud. We're doing this. We're sticking it through. It's five minutes. We can do this. And then it honestly just stopped. Like, I think it's the way that the brain tries to trick us into not doing it like anything. It's like, oh, your leg's asleep. So like, you can't meditate today. So you know, don't even bother. So it's just like, it's five minutes, especially if you're starting at five minutes your leg might fall asleep, like just power through. However, if you are like, you know, I feel like I'm going to explode if I don't move and scratch my nose or, you know, jingle my leg, like I, this is, it's consuming me. This is all I can think about. Then like scratch your nose, move your leg and then settle back in. Like it's not the end of the world if you do slightly move. Again, as time goes on, you'll notice that you're not moving at all anymore. I can sit for half an hour now and not move at all. But, you know, when that my leg was first starting to fall asleep, I would move it, you know, once throughout my meditation practice. I'd just be like, oh, I just got to like switch legs for a second. And then it would, you know, wake up and go back to sleep or sometimes it would just stay awake. But it was... Like, I felt like I couldn't get into my meditation because of it. So it was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm moving it. I'm itching my nose. And then settle down and get back get back into it. Don't beat yourself up over it. But try not to. And then, too, same with everything else we've been discussing. If you decide you're going to do it sitting, sitting down on a pillow and you decide, you know what, you want to sit up on a chair, then go ahead and switch. You can do this laying down. However, I would say if you're tempted to fall asleep, maybe pick a position where you're sitting upright. However, yes, you can lay down. It's not a no-no. You can lay down in meditation. Number four is to decide on a style you want to try. So guided meditations are my go-to recommendations for beginners. But as I was saying before, there are so many styles that you can choose from. You could do a breathing meditation where you focus on your breath. You could choose affirmations or mantras. So you could just be saying one word or a sentence over and over and that's what you are focusing on. Pick one style to start and stick with it. So guided meditations are so nice though because they're different every time. 
I mean, as long as you're choosing different guided meditations and you're not doing the exact same one over and over. Someone else is taking you through the meditation, so you're not kind of doing it on your own, right? Somebody is guiding you through a visualization or an angle. And let's say you wanted to do a guided meditation for peace. You could do that one day. You could do another guided meditation for self-love the next day. There are so many different ones out there. As I was saying on my membership site, I have a ton for peace, contentment, just relief, manifestation, grounding. I have a bunch, but find a teacher that you resonate with, that you like, and try one of their guided meditations. My last tip for you, tip number five, is to keep going. Set yourself up for success. Set an alarm for your practice, write it down on your to-do list, give yourself sticky notes, whatever you've got to do, just make sure that you're making it as easy as possible. I wrote myself sticky notes and set an alarm to do it. So then I would just get up and do it. Remember, when you start any practice, it gets, it takes getting used to. Stay consistent, but don't beat yourself up if you do your practice and realize you were instead going through your to-do list, your grocery list, maybe making a list of things you needed to do around the house. And if you don't see results right away, you know, some people want to have this enlightened experience the first time they they meditate. And that might happen for you. But even if you don't see immediate results, you will over time, like I promise you, and in a very short amount of time, but you know, day one, maybe you don't feel like you've seen any immediate results. Just know that you are doing something really, really beneficial for your brain. There are long-lasting results. There are so many studies out there that say practicing meditation will help with dementia and Alzheimer's. It will kind of help you. It will help you build those neurons, those pathways in your brains to help you remember things and to learn new things. It helps you know, I've gone through so many of the benefits before in meditation, but it also helps boost your immune system. It helps you sleep better. There are so many benefits. So if you don't see a result that first time you practice, even a week or a month after you practice, just know that you are actually doing something incredibly beneficial for your brain and body. And over time, you will see you will notice and see differences. You'll notice that your stress levels have gone down. You'll notice that you're more responsive rather than reactive. There's a lot of benefits that my students see in themselves that I see, that I've seen and noticed in myself over, you know, this period of time. So don't give up. Meditation is an incredible practice. And with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed these five things to consider when you start your meditation practice. There's no need to stress about this. Just begin. Just start. If you have any questions, of course you know. I'm always happy to talk about meditation. So reach out to me by DM on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you follow me. Send me an email if you want. I will make sure that that is linked in the show notes as well. And let me know if you want a little bit of extra help and a little bit of extra encouragement with starting your meditation practice. I do work one-on-one with people to kind of get them started. I have held workshops in the past. I plan to hold them in the future virtually. (laughs) 
in person eventually when we can all get together again with meditation. So there is an abundance of resources out there for you to get started. I hope you guys have an incredible rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining me for Balance Your Life podcast. And remember, if you love, love, love this show, I would absolutely love if you would share this with others. And if you could take a moment to rate and review the show, it really makes a difference in growing the show and showing support for the podcast, for myself and the community. And with that being said, you guys, I will see you next week. Namaste.